Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host, and today we are going to go over a topic actually chosen by you guys, our listeners, our followers on Instagram. If you don't follow our account yet, I definitely urge you to check that out. We offer a ton of free business tips, advice, especially around Instagram for your business on my Meraki underscore media underscore management Instagram page. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely go give us a follow. We always follow everybody back that follows follows us. So if you know that you already follow me and you have a few questions, always reach out to me in the DMs. I do have a team, but everyone that replies back to you in the DMs is always me. So I am in there actually getting back to you, actually answering your questions. I create all of the polls, most of the content that we create on the page as well, but I take the images and my team helps me create, you know, the graphics and They help me execute all of my content planning. So if you are interested in growing your business Instagram page, that's a great place to start. And today, actually leading into this social media talk, we are going to be talking about social and self-care. So how does social media affect your mental health? Because I sure as heck know living and working in this space, it definitely can cause a lot of different health issues, especially with anxiety, depression, angst, a lot of the things that we've all been going through over the past year, almost a year and a half now. Social was such a great way for us to all stay connected, luckily, but it happens if we aren't being mindful about our social media practices. That's we can fall into some really negative habits and even go as far as believing that 
we're not in control of this platform. So it can have a really harsh negative effect on human beings in general and just cultural in general. So today I want to talk about some ways that I monitor my social media use. This is something that I practice in my daily routine as well. So I try to stay really mindful about how much time I'm spending on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and how much energy am I putting towards those applications. So let's dive into this social and self-care topic i want to thank everyone today for who participated in our poll to vote on this topic this is one of my favorite topics when i first started this podcast i had thought that possibly this would be all that i talk about is social media mental health mental health for business owners as well because when i first started my business i was 22 23 years old around and now looking back, I realized that I probably wasn't as prepared mentally as I could have been going into business. And I think that these practices can be used for anyone, not even if you are a business owner, just any everyday regular person, right? So with all of our team members, we also try to manage how much time they're spending on Instagram because really what happens when you end up stuck in the scroll hole, as we may call it, you can't get out of it, right? It literally sucks you in and then you're mindlessly scrolling for sometimes hours on end and you wake up three hours later and look at the clock and realize that it was a complete time suck. So the reason why this really resonated for me as being a business owner at first was because time is so precious when you become an entrepreneur. Majority of the reason why I wanted to become an entrepreneur was because of my time. I shared with you all in my first episode, time is so meaningful, right? And life is very short. So for me, when I was starting it, it was all about timing and where was my time being allocated and how could I readjust that time to be set for working on work versus working with family or spending family time or doing self-care or spending my time on Instagram. I had to start time blocking all of these processes. And if I didn't, I ended up scrolling for hours on end, wasting a lot of time, feeling like I wasn't progressing my business forward at all. And for me as being a Taurus and someone that's very grounded, not having any type of plan for my daily routine really stressed me out and stressed me out to the point where I didn't even understand I was being stressed out. So I want to explain this subconscious level of social media and I am by no means a therapist or have any background in therapy. I actually see a therapist myself. So if any of this is upsetting to you or feeling like you may need to talk it through with a professional, I would urge you to reach out to a professional, especially if social is giving you a lot of anxiety. Like every time you're getting on the app, you're feeling nervous or stomach cramps or maybe even sweating a little bit. I would just start watching what's happening in your body. 
body when you get on social media and how is that affecting your brain and like where your thoughts are going because a lot of this happens so subconsciously that we don't even acknowledge oh I was totally comparing myself to you know this influencer that I follow from high school that got stuck in my feed and now I follow her I watch every single Instagram story even though I absolutely hate following along with her life we have nothing in common a lot of the things that she promotes are things that maybe you don't believe in right it could be things like you know weight loss or some of these like hacks right that just don't resonate with who you are it's important to become aware of the content that we're taking in on social media and realizing if that content is something that we want to lean into or lean out of. So as being a social media user, right, as a consumer, I like to be really mindful of the people I'm following. So this is our first tip, which is called grooming your account, right? So this is something that I will do on, I have my personal Instagram account and then I also have my business Instagram account and I am very selective about the people that I follow right so the people that follow me we follow them back when they seem to be our ideal client or possibly have interest in our content right it seems like it's really resonating with them that's when we follow people back but we won't follow someone back if it seems like they're just following us to get a follow back or they're maybe look like a bot or some type of account that's not really there to feed into the community is really just there for themselves. Those are the type of people that we won't follow back. The people that we will lean into are those business owners that are following us. We'll offer advice to them for free on the platform. We help them take certain tips off of the platform that day so that they can start growing their account in the correct way and reach their ideal client. So for example, when I'm a consumer and I'm doing this, I will only follow those influencers that seem to have an alignment with what I believe in. So a lot of the things I like to lean into are body positivity pages, things about mental health. I also am really into meditation and zodiac and horoscope signs. So that is something I also follow a lot on my own personal page. And that's a lot of the content that I like to consume subconsciously because that content is actually positive for my subconscious brain. So when I think about mindless scrolling that's where my head goes and that's where I would rather spend that time if I am going to do the time suck of mindless scrolling I'd rather do it with some positive messages instead of negative messages again it's very hard to pick out these accounts so the way that I started doing it was by just checking in with myself like as I'm watching stories what's this person saying and how is it making me feel and is it making me feel good or bad about their page if it's making me feel good I'm going to stay following if it's making me feel some type of negative feeling maybe I'll even just restrict their account for a little there's so many ways you don't have to even block them or unfollow them let's say it's a friend or family member you can even click the three dots at the top of their profile and you can hit restrict so that you won't see any of their stories and that's just a great way to 
limit and value your time. If we go back to this idea of manifestation as well and how this incorporates into your subconscious business development but also self-help development is if we're spending time on a platform investing and exchanging energies with people that we don't care about, that we don't believe in, that we don't feel connected to, where is that energy going? It's just literally being sucked out of us off into the abyss because that's not energy that is a healthy energy exchange. So when I think about my time or even a like on Instagram or a comment, I like to think about that as an energy exchange. And is this person on the other end open to receiving that energy? And if you're not able to pick up on that feeling yet, that's okay. That will come with time, especially if you are in business and using this as a business platform. What really will happen when you start to create that ideal client avatar? So you'll know every page you get on, oh, this person probably needs my help, or this person looks like they might be open to having a conversation, or this person looks like they might be interested in my podcast topic from last week, right? It can be so many different things, but you pick up on that energy and then you can also reserve your energy for those people that are willing to receive and also reciprocate that energy back. So that's how we like to look at grooming your account. Again, this can be done by going through the current people that you follow, just even while you're scrolling. If it seems like too much of a time suck to go through your entire Instagram following, just be mindful of when you're scrolling and tap into those emotions that you're feeling in your body. This next tip is don't be afraid to block people. So as I mentioned, we block people all the time. And there, of course, are times where I have to go back and look at the account and make sure that I think that it's probably a fake account or a bot of some sort or somebody that's totally not interested in what we're doing and just there to send DMs, right? And not really lean in. They're just trying to sell something or push something on me. And that really does feel negative. Like when I get a DM that feels off-putting or maybe just not the greatest DM, I will literally block those people that same moment that I feel that feeling. I just really like to trust my gut on this. So the more you lean into these feelings and lean into this empathy moment and that exchange of energy, you'll be able to trust your gut. You'll know, okay, this person's showing up for the right reasons. This person isn't showing up for the right reasons at all. Why am I even DMing them back, right? Because that's a waste of my time. So the more you curate this ideal client for yourself, the more you know where that time should be allocated and who those people just absolutely block are and that they don't belong in your community, right? So the other portion of this is by really realizing that your Instagram is like your home. It's a form of your business card for many business owners, especially if you have a business Instagram account, but it really is your community. It's your home. You own 
own that page. You control that page. You are the user. So there's a reason why Instagram gives us all of these tools to protect ourselves as the user. So that's what's so great about these platforms. And that's why I like to approach potential clients on these platforms because it gives them they're in control, right? They have full control of who they reach back out to, who they follow, who they block, who they feel comfortable communicating with, and who they don't. And for me, that feels really good when I'm exchanging energies with people that want to be there instead of, you know, push marketing or pushing my advice on them. It really just feels like an exchange. And that raises my vibrations. That raises my energy to then help even more people. So I find that it really just tends to roll into one another. And the more you remember that you're in full control, it will make you feel safe on your platform as well. You know, I've had a few colleagues in the past reach out to me and mention that they were bullied on several different platforms. You know, we see this all the time with people on TV shows and terrible, terrible comments going out on social media. What I want you all to remember as well with this mental health work that I've been doing with my therapist, she's been able to help me stay in touch with that energy that they're showing up with on the platform is not an energy that I want to even welcome into my zone. You know, it's just so negative. It has no place being on this platform, especially on my page, right? My page is a place for people to feel safe. It's a place for one another to be able to communicate, to exchange knowledge, to talk about problems. And the last thing I would want is for a potential client of mine to feel like they could possibly be bullied on my Instagram page or even on their own Instagram page. So that is what I would do is simply just block that person because I'm not trying to say that I don't value their opinion, but I don't value their negative opinion of someone else being strewn across social media and used on my platform. So that is how I like to approach social and just reminding yourself every day that you are in control should be able to give you some more of that self-confidence too, to just realize, you know, those people have no business being in your life and the only thing they're going to do is hold you back in the long run and they have to do their own self-work to be able to work past those negative emotions anyways and you may not be able to help them get there. This third piece is check in with your body and start to manifest it. So as I touched on this a little bit in the beginning, if you don't tap into your true emotions and become and decide to become self-aware on every social media platform, social media will have a negative effect on your mental health. There's no other way to go about it. It's just like any other addiction, honestly. I mean, you see, you know, these young kids, even myself, I'm scrolling. Like I told you guys, I scroll sometimes for hours on end we all do it and 
that is an addiction, right? Especially if it's an addiction that we're we're communicating on this platform and we don't enjoy it when we get off and we're feeling really crappy most of the time when we get off and our brain is all fogged, half of the time we're tired, our eyes hurt, the list goes on and on. So the more self-aware you become with social media, the more self-aware you will become with everything. So this self-awareness type of approach to life has really changed my life forever. And I only just started this a few, a couple months ago. My business coach, if you're listening to this, Jacqueline, she's, she was telling me years, a year before I started any of this, you know, Caitlin, all you need is a really great morning routine. And I had no clue that that meant possibly becoming more self-aware and putting more time towards myself because you really can't establish self-awareness unless you start with self-care. So this self-care is the first step for you to get in touch, in tune with your mind, body, soul, you know, really, and decide what do you want and how are you going to make that happen for yourself? And where is the time going that could be sucking away from those manifested dreams and desires that you have written down in your journal over and over and over again? And how can we allocate a little bit of that time more towards that goal and succeeding in those desires instead of then wasting our time. You know, again, you guys, I hope that this little tip really helps you all just figure out what your self-care practice should look like because it's going to look different for everyone. So as I shared a few weeks ago on my Instagram account, if you all want to go back, we are going to do a full episode on this as well. But I like to section out my self-care activities into 20-minute segments. So 20 minutes seems really doable for me. It works into my schedule. If I have a crazy day, I can get up a little bit earlier and squeeze my 20 minutes in. And even if I just get one self-care activity done a day, it still feels positive to me. So what we do with this 20 minutes actually is we limit our time on social media. And this allows us to get more done within those 20 minutes. We get on, we're warming our accounts, we're warming our leads, we're communicating with our clients, we're you know reaching out, we're commenting back, we're engaging with our community for 20 minutes a day. And then we get off and we put Instagram away. And this has also helped me with other practices, right? Because it really is self-care for your business. It's just spending a short, quick, little block of time five days a week to be able to progress yourself forward but you're not going over those 20 minutes because honestly you're wasting time after those 20 minutes and as we now know and talked about half of the time you're stuck in the scroll hole and you're wasting that time anyways so you're really not taking time to engage with your ideal client especially if you are you know, on Instagram after 30 minutes, we all know where we end up. We're looking at like our half cousin from wherever that lives in Italy now, looking at their beautiful images, right? Like you just end up in these scroll holes. It's like, how the heck did I even get here? I don't even know whose account I'm on. What hashtag am I under? Where am I under locations? 
It's just how it is. So again, the more self-aware you become in your life, the more you tap into, is this giving me a negative emotion or a positive emotion? And maybe it's an emotion in between, but do I like that emotion? Do I like that feeling that's coming up? Or is it something that I should walk away from you know, unfollow and move forward with. Because the more you do this practice, the more confident you will become in yourself, in your self-awareness, in your self-care, in what you're doing. And there will be no questions. You'll know when to say yes. You'll know when to say no. And this confidence comes over time. But again, the self-care is the first step to get there. And I hope that you Again, when you start on this self-care journey, keep the end in mind that this self-awareness is coming and every day you practice this activity, that is you keeping the end in mind. So I hope you all enjoyed this podcast and I will chat with you all next week. Thanks everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Krista Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality.